Amen. Well, we welcome you all in the wonderful name of Jesus. And we're glad to tell you that Jesus is alive today. Praise the Lord. And God is here to manifest his power and his love in a real way. Praise God. You know, I'm thrilled to meet all you brothers and sisters once again. Many of you I've met before, and many perhaps today we're meeting for the first time. But thank God we're one in Christ Jesus. Everyone that's born again of the Spirit of God and baptized by the Holy Ghost is baptized into one body. And we're one in Christ Jesus. We're not interested in labels. We're not interested in doctrines or in creeds. But thank God we're interested in men and women's salvation and in the fellowship of the Spirit. God loves every one of you and he's going to bless every one of you this afternoon. All you've got to do is just let yourself go. Don't hold nothing back in reserve, but just be free in the presence of God. Just be free, just relax and let God have his way. The Spirit of God is going to work in this meeting. God doesn't waste his time. He says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. And he's not here to tickle our ears or to soothe our feelings, but he's here to do something real upon our hearts as we let him work upon them. So folks, you can get something this afternoon that you've never had before. We from Newark, we're tasting new things every week. Every week we're getting something new. And you can have something new this, this afternoon. We're going to sing hymn number one on the sheet. You know, they, they said something yesterday about being traditional. Well, I'm not traditional myself, but I, I love to sing about the triumph of our God. The glorious resurrection of Jesus Christ thrills me through and through. Because if Christ is not risen, then is our faith in vain. But now is Christ risen. Hallelujah. He's ever risen for your salvation and mine. Number one on the sheet.
thank you this afternoon, our Heavenly Father. Thou hast drawn us with the cords of divine love and brought us right into thy presence, into thy banqueting house, where your banner over us is lost. We thank you, Lord, that we can feel your presence right here and now. And truly our hearts are thrilled as we realize that Jesus Christ is alive in us. We thank you, Lord, for the assurance of our salvation. We thank you, Lord, for these things that we know, these things that we've proved, these things, Lord, that satisfy our heart. We thank you, Lord, for Jesus. We bless you for your own begotten Son. And this afternoon we pray that you will move again in thy mighty risen power, that everyone shall find their need met in thee, that thy name shall be abundantly glorified. Take hold of this gathering by your spirit. Let everything be done to the honour and glory of your name. Lord, bless thy people. Bless thy people, Lord, in the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, Lord. Bless thy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, folks, we really are blessed in gathering together with you today. There is an old song which says the more we are together, the, the happier we shall be or the merrier we shall be. And you know that's true. That's really true. One day we shall meet to part no more, but thank God right now we can enjoy the fellowship of God's people here and now. And as iron sharpeneth our iron, so are we going to quicken one another in this meeting. Feel a blessing flowing from one another and to enjoy the fullness of the blessing of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Nice to get to know one another. Let us turn round and shake hands with our neighbours, shall we? Turn round and shake hands one with another. Praise the Lord.
I want to read to you a portion of scripture found in Deuteronomy chapter 28. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee, and overtake thee, and if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shalt thou be in the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all that thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself, as he, as he hath sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, and walk in his ways. And all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head, and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath, if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God which I command thee this day to observe and to do that. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods, to serve them. Well, you know, folks, it thrilled me when I read that scripture. It thrilled me for this reason. I couldn't wish for anything more. But God has promised to give me more. The, the scripture I've been reading to you is concerned with the uh, obedience of the children of Israel in the days when they were being led into the promised land. They were under the law in those days, but we're not under law, we're under grace. And the writer to the Hebrews says that our salvation is confirmed and it's established by a better covenant with better promises than ever were given to the children of Israel. And when I read that, I think to myself, well, if God blessed his earthly people in that way, how much more should he bless his spiritual Israel? How much more 
should you and I rejoice in the blessing of God and find the goodness of God on every hand in our heart and mind. I tell you, there's possibilities opening up to us today that we've never realized before. God has something wonderful for you this afternoon. You may have been having a very ordinary experience, but you no need to have one any longer. You can have an extraordinary one. Amen. God doesn't work on the plane of the natural only. He works in the realm of the spirit. And he, he can cause you to rise up and to be seated in heavenly places this afternoon in Christ Jesus. I want to tell you a little bit about what God has been doing at Newark. We're experiencing days of heaven on earth. Days of heaven on earth. What I've been reading there is true in our experience. I was reading from the 13th chapter of Corinthians about 6 o'clock this morning and it tells me there about the wonderful love life. And you know, as I was reading it, it says this about it. And, and I began to think to myself, well, is, is the love that is shed abroad in my heart the same as is declared here? You know, it thrilled me. It's as if love suffereth long and is kind. Love envieth not. Love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Love never faileth. That's what God's been pouring out at Newark. That's what God's been pouring out at Newark in these last few weeks and months. About nine months ago, you know, we were in a very dried up condition. We were feeling fed up with one another. We trod on one another's corns, we got on one another's nerves. Because we were in a barren place. And the reason we were in a barren place was because we did not humble ourselves before God. We'd come to that place, you know, where we said, we've got it. You've met folks like that all around, haven't you? We're the ones that have got it. And we were barren in our experience. We would gather together and we would sing choruses. We'd exhort one another. We would pray. We would uh, testify. And we'd go through all this rigmarole of what they call a glory meeting. But there was no glory in it. No glory in it. And they called us the love family. But you know, this thing came home to our hearts. People were beginning to get tired of coming to the meeting. People were beginning to get fed up with what was going on. And you know this, I believe that glory meetings can come to that class. Glory meetings can degenerate into a place like that, except the people of God continually have an experience with Him. And the only way they'll get that experience is by humbling themselves. We realized the place we were in. 
and we humbled ourselves before the Lord. And we've been humbling ourselves ever since. There was a time in the early days when God began this move, when we were continually seeking God at the, what the Salvation Army would call the penitent form. And when we began to move amongst other denominations, other uh, Pentecostals, we came to realize that they didn't think that the uh, humbling of themselves and kneeling at the front was for them. But rather was it for those who wanted salvation, those who wanted healing, those who wanted the baptism of the Spirit. But that the people of God who were saved and filled with the Spirit should never be found at the front. If so, it was a sign they were backslidden. Well, that's a lot of trial. Yes. That's a lot of trial. And I tell you, folks, we humbled ourselves. And God began to move again in our midst. God took hold of Olivia and gave her a new baptism of law. You may think, well, we've seen Olive before and we couldn't imagine that uh, she could take on a new filling of love, but I tell you, it's her experience, it's her testament, and she was the beginning. And God blessed first one and then another. There was, in fact, today, every one of our folk at Newark, they're just one. Just one. Just one. God has blended us together. God has fitly framed us together. And we really love one another. You know, I stand here this afternoon, and I know this, that every one of them are 100% with me in this thing. 100%. There's not one of them that isn't 100% in this thing. And there isn't one of them that isn't enjoying God's blessing. God is moving in a wonderful way. Only yesterday as the meeting progressed and we were singing, the folks came out to the front, nobody asked them to. That's a wonderful thing, you know, when the spirit moves. You don't have to be waited, invited to do anything. You, you just feel the moving of the spirit and you do it. You get on with it. And there they were, weeping at the front and humbling themselves before God. And oh, what a blessed time we are. What a blessed time we are. You know, I was reading about these blessings, and they were to the children of Israel, if they kept the law. Well, you know, folks, we are not under law, but there are some laws that are inescapable. There's the law of giving and receiving. There's the law of sowing and reaping. You just can't escape from these things. There's the law of the spirit of life, and there's the law of death. These things are, whether we care to acknowledge them or not. They're not the Ten Commandments or anything like that. They are divine laws that God has set. There's the laws of the natural realm. There's laws in the spiritual realm. And God uh, has caused it so that once we obey these things, then the blessing comes our way. He says if we humble ourselves, in due time he will exalt us. And you know, folks, I feel it on my heart 
particularly about the glory movement throughout the whole of the British Isles, that we must face up to the fact that we must walk humbly before our God. Judgment must first begin at the house of the Lord. And if we repent, you may say, well, what have we got to repent of? Well, you know, we had a bit of heart searching and I told the folk at Newark, well, if there's nothing else you can repent of, you can repent of your barrenness. Because there's not many folks from Newark coming into our meetings. And neither would they when they were as dry as they were. But you know, from the day that we've repented before God, we've humbled ourselves. Our numbers have gone right up. Our meetings are full every meeting. The folks are there hungry and anxious to enjoy God's blessing. I tell you, this thing works. This thing works. It really does work. And every brother and every sister who will humble themselves before the Lord can enter right in to this new and living way and enjoy all the blessings that God has got for them. You know, I'm thrilled about it. I'm really thrilled about it. You know, I go around chucking my arms round folks. Didn't my nature to do it. But you know, there's something in here that I just can't help it. Henry said one Sunday, he said, well, we'll all go round and give one another an holy kiss. I said, well, we'd be much better if we give them a holy hug. <laughs> I felt that that little bit of a kiss and that little bit of an handshake wasn't good enough. You know, when the God moves upon your heart, it thrills you. You feel you want to love folks. And, and there's nothing you can do, really. It, it's like a volcano in here. It begins to, it begins to, uh, the pressure comes on and you feel you want to erupt. You feel you want to give vent to your feeling. And, and somehow or other, you, you just don't know how to do it. You know what Paul said to the Romans when he wrote to them? He says, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost by the Holy Ghost. What sort of love is shed abroad in your heart this afternoon? Is it a love that makes you go? Is it a love that you can feel? Is it a love that burns? Is it a love that causes you to want to rise up and bless men and women? Well, that's the love that the Holy Ghost gives. That love that you read about in 1 Corinthians 13. The Holy Ghost has only got that sort of love to give. It's God's love. And he sheds it abroad in your heart. And you're never the same again. You're never the same again. This can be your portion this afternoon. We're going on from Newark. We're going on from glory to glory. Enjoying the blessing of God. Enjoying what God gives us. And we know that we're on the beginning of something greater than we've experienced in the past. It's something marvellous, something wonderful, something that you folks, every one of you, will enjoy to the full. Everybody likes love. Everybody likes to be loved. And if you think you've had it all, well, I want to tell you you haven't. All right.
The one thing that God is staggering with us with in these days is the fact that he's able to give us far more abundantly than we can ask or think. Far more abundantly. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's raise our hands and praise God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Amen. Now it is a couple from Newark that are enjoying the blessing of God. Come on, Bill and Gladys. Praise the Lord. Give them all a give it, give Bill and Gladys a clap. Come on. Praise the Lord. You'll have to squeeze in, Bill, if we're a lot sardines, are you? Praise the Lord. Never mind, we're close together. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's wonderful listening, you know. Words, well, they don't matter really, do they? You know, when God works on your heart, you can't explain it. You don't know what's happened. You, you, you know something's happened within your heart, and you know your life's changed. You know that God has cleaned you up. You know that he's worked in your heart and worked in your life. And, well, he's just turned you upside down. You know, it's wonderful. I think I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Once upon a time, you know, I had everything cut and dry. I thought I knew everything. I thought there was nothing anybody could teach me about the Word of God. There was nothing anyone could teach me about doctrine. I knew it all. You know, I knew nothing. I knew nothing. I didn't know a thing. Because the Spirit of God doesn't work like that. You can't learn it. Not in your head. Because, you know, what you know in your mind just gets in the way. If you let the Spirit of God have his way in your heart, and let the Spirit of God work on your heart, you know, it's different altogether. When I say it's different, I don't know how it's different, and I don't know why it's different, but I know it is different. When the Spirit of God does work on your heart, it just changes. The things that you've been struggling to get rid of just fall off. The things that you've been... Oh, you, you've grown within your spirit because they were on your heart and become on your mind and within your soul and you simply fall off. God does it. God does it. You don't do it. You don't even try to do it. God does it. Just bless him. Just worship him. Just praise him. You know, just adore him because he's good. We have a good God. And we have a big God. So, this afternoon, if you've never done it before, just let go. Just let go. Let God have a, have a go in your life. Don't try to do anything. Just let God have a go in your life. Just bless Him. Just praise Him. Just worship Him. God bless you. Can we sing, yes, because God is good? Praise the Lord. We're going to sing. Gladys wants to sing. Yes, God is good. It's chorus number five on your sheet.
Amen. When I look around at all you people, I can just imagine how big God is. And he can supply the needs of everybody. And he loves us all. Not one of us is any better than anybody else. And there's not one of us can do anything for ourselves. Only yield to him. And it says we yield to him that we feel the presence of God. And we feel how good God is. And he is good this afternoon. To you young people, I would say, give God the best of your life. Give God the best of your life. You know, it, it also applies to us all the ones. But when you see the possibility in these young folks, our hearts go out to them. And you can see what God can do if he has everything that they've got for him to, to give him. And you know, it's only as we yield to God that he can make any difference. We can't make a difference in ourselves. We've tried for years. We've tried in the old religion to, to cast out... As, as we say, cast our cares upon him and we try to change our lives ourselves. You know, they always used to say, you ought to do something for yourselves. Well, you can't do anything for yourself, only you to God. And God does everything else. Isn't he wonderful? Isn't he lovely? And we got a lot to praise him. Oh, glory to Jesus. He's a lovely God. And he is worthy of all the praise. We ought to give everything we've got to him who's done so much for us. God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Well, God has really blessed them. They only tell you a little bit. But God has really blessed them. Yes. And it's a joy to have them in the meeting. You know, I was thinking this morning as I lay meditating, the words of that chorus, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, Hallelujah! Thank God for saving me. Now I tell you, God has been good. God has been good. I'm filled with it. Praise the Lord. Here's Olive to tell you how good God is to us. We go again with our words, and I tell you, it does take some expressing. It really does take some. And you really can't explain it, but I do thank God for his goodness. It's really wonderful what God is, what God is revealing to us. And it is really wonderful, and, and it's perfectly true that God has, has begun a new work. And everything God does is new, isn't it? It's so new to us because it's so unlike ourselves. You know, we can't comprehend it and we can't imagine it. God takes us on from, from one experience to another. Everything seems to excel and exceed. And it just seems to take us off our feet. It's so overwhelming. And God just seems to come in and, and, and just show us just how wonderful he is. Just how, just how little we are and how wonderful he is and, and how good he is. He makes you feel so good inside. He makes you feel so happy. He makes you feel so thrilled. There's nothing like the, the love of Jesus to thrill your soul. There's nothing like it, you know. It's really wonderful. No, all the world really it can enter into this. It's so wonderful, you know. You feel God's so big, he could put his arms around us all and just love us all. Love us all into one big lump. You know, wouldn't it be wonderful? We're all burning together. Praise the Lord and the love of God in our hearts. It's really wonderful, you know. And once you have a taste of it, you know you're, you're spoiled for anything else. It's so wonderful. You really feel you're loved. And you feel it's so wonderful. It is wonderful to be loved, you know. 
which is wonderful to go to I, I really find it really good. You know, God blessed me ever since I got saved. He's blessed me, but like everybody else, you get, you get a little bit cold and indifferent from time to time. But God allows these things that we might rise up and, and, and seek after him more and not be contented with sitting down outside and thinking, well, it's nice and green here. We're all right. God wants us to go in and possess. Well, let him possess more of us. I like that better, don't you? That God might possess a little bit more in our lives. That he might come in a little bit more into the corners where we like to reserve for ourselves. Where we think, well, it's all right for somebody else. But I don't think it is to me because I'm, that's not my nature. That's not my nature. Well, it's not God's nature either. When he comes in, he makes you all together different. And you feel so wonderful. You do. You feel so wonderful. And you feel so free. Oh, there is a freedom for the children of God. There remains, therefore, a rest and a freedom and a glorious blessing for the children of God. Don't you know? It does, you know, and it says, even after all this while, there remains, therefore, a rest for the glory folk. Yeah, don't you know? It's marvelous when you find a soul rest. When I was up in Scotland, the lads up there were singing a chorus. I am not under law, I'm under grace. It was grace that lifted me. It was grace that set me free. I was lost. But now I'm found a resting place, for I'm not under law, I'm under grace. And this song is so lovely, as they sung it out, well, isn't that true? You know, I, I, I sought and you, you seek and you seek, but when God comes in, he truly gives you a rest. He really does, he gives you a real holiday. He does. I found such a holiday for myself. And you know, if ever you want, you feel you want holidays from yourself. It's really. Of all the people you ever meet up with, the worst person is yourself. It's true. <laughs> you know? And if you're feeling a bit sore and a bit, bit aggravated, it's you that's in the, in the way, you know? And you find out you draw to yourself that which you don't like. You do. If you don't like a certain thing, you'll find it comes your way. <laughs> and if you don't like certain kind of people, they'll just come just where you are. And it's wonderful how God allows these things that we might become more like he wants us to be. I thank God that he, he finds time to put us in the melting pot again and melt us all over again and make us all so nice and new and pliable that he can do a new work on our hearts. I'm glad he did it for me anyway. And I'm not ashamed to say it because I feel so good after. You know, you can eat all the words you've said before and you can really, you don't mind, you know, you can have a free. You know, it's confession's good for the soul and you do feel good. <laughs> you do. You feel ever so good and ever so free. I'm ever so glad God's done something new in me. I am. I really I humbly say it because it's a liberty, folks. It is. It really is a liberty. You know, God has done something in the beginning, but he's always new and he's always doing. And he's always doing new things for all of us. Isn't it wonderful? You know, I do love you people. I do really. I love everybody. It's really wonderful. It's really wonderful to be in love. To really be in love with God and to find that you love other folks. Because God loves everybody, you know. He does. He loves everybody. And you know what? We can be a bit choosy ourselves and we would have a... We would have a mingy little heaven, wouldn't we? If we had it our way, it would be a little stingy bit. 
And I thank God for his business. You know, it's marvelous. He's got such a big heart, God is, and he just loves to pour out his love into our hearts and make our, our cold uh, hearts burn with the very fire of God. It's really wonderful. I do love you people. I do, you know. I do, you know. I do. I used to be so choosy. I used to be so choosy. I love folks. Yes, I did in a measure. But oh, what a measure. But God gives good measure. Press down and running over, running over. I thank God for the overflow, don't you? It's really wonderful. And I really have enjoyed coming here today. You know, I, I'm not a very good traveler, and I get a bit heavy and sticky and messy, but I do thank God that he can freshen you up and make you feel a, a, a so wonderfully fresh again. I thank God it's like, the, it's like the rain coming down from heaven, you know, after a dry time. It's so sweet, isn't it? So sweet. And I do thank God that... He's moving again in these days. He's moving again and he's, he's, he's sending us some wonderful blessings again. And I know that God is on the move again and that God is blessing again. And that God loves everybody. No matter how far you've gone on, he loves you and he wants to refresh you and to bless you and to bring you into such a warm place. It's so wonderful. As we were coming along, it was dull and cloudy. Then all of a sudden, we seemed to break the clouds and come into some nice sunshine. I thought, well, isn't that wonderful? That's just like, you know, coming into, when the Spirit of God begins to work, you feel you're in the sunshine. You do, you feel you're in the sunshine. It's so lovely and so refreshing. Oh, so refreshing. How God longs to bring us all into such a oneness and such a closeness. We'd have no ideas and ideals of our own. That we're so lost in the love of God and so lifted above ourselves that we're so caught up with him that well, nothing else seems important. You know, it is wonderful. When God first started to, to uh, show us ours, and I, I, I realized that he showed me so plainly that the cares of this life, you know, they're not the worldly things that some folks think. They're those things that we care about most, that we've touched most importance to. You know, they can be our children, they can be all sorts of things, but they, they can seem most important, and they, can, they are important, but they're not so important as we make them out to be. And then God started to work in our hearts, and, and I thought, God, that, he, that he'd make me an example. I said, God, make an example of me. You know, I'm a stupid creature, and I'll kick, and I'll do all sorts of things, but never mind. I said, you have a go at me. Make an example of me. I said, never mind what I think about, never mind how I argue, and never mind how I... I, I dislike whatever you do to me. Whatever treatment I need, I said, give it to me. Give it me well, because I'm sure I need it. And you know, God did exactly that. And I find sometimes that I was a... I complain sometimes to him because I think I'm such a spectacle, you know, and I, I think, well, I am a spectacle, Lord. I just couldn't just do it any other way. But then again, you see, if he, if he start his way, he must have his way, mustn't he? I said, I said, well, Lord, I'm always crying. I'm always crying. Can't you make me do something else for a change? But I would to God that we all had a good cry tonight. You know, it is good for you. It's a wonderful relief in your soul when you can really, you know, can really... Just cry and take no notice. It's lovely. I thank God for the, the way he moves. And then, you know, after all, he made us and he understands us. He understands how we work. He knows all about us. And I thank God for his love that really does open up our hearts. And you'll find the love of God sweeps over this meeting. You'll find yourself sort of 
drawing closer to God. And that's what he wants us to do today. He wants me to do it and you to do it. And let's do it together, shall we? Let's, let's open up our eyes like little flowers unto God. Let's become like little children. Little children all over again. And let us bless our God who loves us so. Praise the Lord. May God bless you. Praise the Lord. Let's rise and sing number two on the ancient. Number two. My heart is fixed, eternal God, fixed on thee. And my immortal choice is made, Christ for me.
Oh, it is wonderful. Oh, oh, I enjoy being here. Oh, my heart is longing for more of this. Oh, more and more of this. Melted down the feet of Jesus. Oh, together with brothers and sisters, bold and humble for the living Lord. And so many today, they want to be great big men. But hallelujah. Oh, praise his holy name. He's doing a wonderful thing. Oh, Jesus, this is thy work. Hallelujah, this is Jesus in operation. Oh, praise unto you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for answering prayers. Thank you, Jesus. You've heard our prayers. You're doing a wonderful work. And no man can do it undone. Hallelujah. For he is the living Lord and whatever he wants with us. And no man can hinder the living Lord. Oh, it's an operation and an action in every country. He's able to do anything in. And we have to present our bodies hundred percent for the living Lord now in these last days. So that the mighty God can work a mighty work in our lives. Through us to the world, empty and dry, waiting for us to be talking to them the living word of the living Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, I enjoy being here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the 
Lord. Oh, we can humble ourselves to know. Oh, we can do it. We can do it. Oh, we don't need to wait till the Lord is going to knock our heads off. We can bend down ourselves. Oh, we can bend down. Oh, it's just wonderful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to Jesus. I wish this movement must spread all over the world. All over the world. Every man and woman must learn to know that Jesus loves them. And Paul said, we can feel and know the love God has towards us. Certainly we can feel it. Certainly we can know it. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, praise his name. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, your heart. Amen. for me, I can't explain it. It is a precious for me. Oh, no. So 
for quite a time. I don't know whether it's for good. At any rate, if she takes a liking to the English folk, she won't want to go back, will she? And she's already took a liking to the glory. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you thrilled? Bless the Lord. Amen. Uh-huh. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, Jesus died my pardon there on Calvary. Yeah, hallelujah, it's really wonderful what God's doing. Up and down this country, uh, up and down this country now, in many towns, villages and, and churches up and down the country, it's really wonderful, glory to God. And you know, he's, he's, more, he's been more and more real to me in these past few weeks. Uh, and he has ever, ever before, I don't, I don't know, I'm, I'm uh, uh, glory to God, hallelujah, oh man, hallelujah, never be short of words, hallelujah, glory to God, amen, amen, hallelujah, uh, who knows that chorus, lift Jesus higher. Lift Jesus higher, lift Jesus higher. Lift him high through eternity. He said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Lift Jesus higher. Lift Jesus
going into the, into the church to worship. Some of them were Pentecostal. But as I came along, I thought to myself, yes, I've got Pentecost, the kind that the, the apostles had on the day of Pentecost. Not just a dead Pentecost, but a live Pentecost. A Pentecost with life in it. And a Pentecost that, that really gives us liberty. I'm glad tonight because I've got the liberty of the Holy Ghost. I haven't only got salvation, I thank God for that. I haven't only got been baptized in the Holy Ghost, and I thank God for that. I thank God for, for his healing power in my body too. But all for the glory of the Lord and for the liberty of the Holy Ghost that we can have within our souls and within our lives. You know, the apostles on the day of Pentecost, we, we proved that they hadn't only just got uh, been baptized in the Holy Ghost, but they've been baptized with fire. They got something. They got power in their lives because they went out. And what did they do? They began to preach the gospel. They were afraid before, but all the power of God filled their lives. They got liberty. Whereas before they were bound, they got liberty. And I thank God tonight for the liberty of the Holy Ghost that God put within me. Oh, hallelujah. You know, as the old lady once said, it's better for than health. And if you have felt the power of God in your life, if you have felt the anointing of the Holy Ghost, then feel it tonight. You can do. Feel it tonight. And know with that old lady that it's better for than health. And I thank God tonight because I've been able to come along here to these meetings. I've enjoyed them. I've enjoyed the blessing of God. I've enjoyed the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And I've enjoyed the fellowship of God and the fellowship of God's people. God bless you. Amen. It fills my soul to hear folks speaking like this. They've got something real, haven't they? You know, as we came along, uh, we passed the church and outside it said, no denomination uh, is custodian to all the truth. They meant to say that uh, some denominations emphasised one truth and some another. They were custodians of it. But you know, Oh, thank God. I know who the custodian of the truth is. He shall lead you into all truth. It's the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. And these folks, you know, these young folk are getting filled with spirit. And God is teaching them. God is leading them. God is instructing them. He's the only one that's got all the truth. And he's the only one who can impart it. We're taught by the Spirit of God as we let him work in our hearts. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the way you've blessed us here. Thank you for all your goodness and your mercy, the way your spirit has moved again in our midst. And we can all say of a truth, it was good that we gathered together to give you all the praise and all the glory in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord.